Jeremy John, and I'm here with my co-host, Rike Akande. How's everything with you, Rike? Everything is good. What's going on, everybody? Um, it's nice to be back in the studio again. One more week. Um, yes. Everything's going good with me. Good week so far. Um, how's everything going with you? Doing good. Doing good. Uh, let me tell you about something that happened today. Of course, I had to uh, mow the lawn today, and I uh, did not fix the lawnmower from the last time I mowed the lawn. So, of course, it was a little struggle. But that wasn't the kicker. Uh, today, my brother was cooking uh, Cornish hens. In the, Cornish uh, hens. Yeah, yeah, baby chickens, in the in the oven, and um, he was doing something. So uh, I I just happened to pass by the oven, and I realized, okay, it's time to come out. And I opened the oven door and reached in at the same time. Man, I thought I almost went blind. The heat from the oven. My goodness. People forget when you first open the oven, you got to stand back for a second because the heat's just going to rush <laughs> the, out. The heat from the oven. I, I really checked to see if I had eyebrows. That's how hot it felt when I um, <laughs> when, when, it, when the heat just touched me. Like, my, my right eye is still, like, it's na- it's bothering me a little. <laughs> it's like it's still dry. Like, I need Visine to yo, put more. Yo. Uh, <laughs> Quick, similar story. So, when I was young... My aunt was cooking some type of chicken in the oven, and you know, she used some good old African pepper. So she opens the oven, and I guess the spices from the the African pepper, like, just like the heat with it came like pepper particles. (laughs) She, like, you would have thought she got maced. She was screaming. My brother, sister, and I, we were young. We were just laughing, dying laughing. She was cussing us out. In our language. Is that what she said to your brother? He's being racist. That's, He's a, being very that's your brother's right name, now. isn't it? It is. But, uh, <laughs> yo, go check out that Nigerian video. It's, it's hilarious. It's a, go check it out on YouTube. What is it? Uh, shit Nigerians say. Yes, hilarious. Go watch that. But um, it's and everything's real. I'm a living testa- testimony to tell you that everything in that video is real. <laughs> but yeah, it was crazy. Pepper went in her eyes. She was screaming and crying. It was hilarious though. We were laughing. Yeah, so other than that mishap today, everything's going good. That's good. Eric, how are you doing? Our wonderful producer. How's everything with you? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. You guys? Man, we're doing good. Just here good. for another week. Talk about the sports world. Yep, so excited. Get more excited every week. NFL is approaching. I'm excited. Thank God. Right, right. <laughs> Life totally changes when football is It is on. really sad because, like, I got so depressed that football wasn't there that I stopped caring about it because I just – and then, like, all of a sudden, like, one week, someone's like, so are you excited for the uh, preseason games? I'm like, oh, my God, it's coming. <laughs> like, it's back. <laughs> it, it returned? Right. Right. <laughs> I feel like this uh, – off season wasn't that long. I feel like it. I feel like it went by. Went a by lot. very fast. It I feel did. like it went by a lot it faster did. than usual. It did. It did. It did. It wasn't too long ago. I feel they were playing the Super Bowl game. But I'm excited though. A lot of changes. Um, a lot of good rookies. I'm excited to see them all play. Yes. So uh, we have a lot of things on tap for the show. Uh, definitely the NFL. We're gonna recap uh, the first full week of preseason. Gonna talk about RG3 and Shanahan and their. Um, I say rift. 
Rike doesn't call it a riff, but we'll talk about that. Uh, Hard Knocks episode two uh, was on last night. We're going to give our thoughts about that. Uh, talk about the PGA Championship and how uh, Rika and I were once again wrong with our Completely predictions. Completely wrong. <laughs> uh, the NBA, there is some news today. Al Harrington signing with the Washington Wizards. We'll definitely talk about that. Major League Baseball, uh, the Los Angeles Dodgers are on a hot streak since the All-Star break. And not, and actually since before the All-Star break, we'll definitely talk about that. The Pittsburgh Pirates, will they make the playoffs for the first time since 1992? And our topic of the week, should we give it out? Go ahead. We never usually do. We'll, talk about <laughs> we'll, we'll let you guys know. We're going to do a rough draft of the of the NFL divisions, and we're going to rank each team in a division. We're not going to give a record, but we'll give our rankings for where they will end at the end of the regular season. But before the season, we are going to give you guys what we think each team in the NFL's record will be. But that'll be in a couple weeks, but we'll be sure to get that done before the season starts. Yes. So let's get started with the NFL uh, week two. Oh, actually, week one. They, it's technically the second week because they count the Hall of Fame game as one week. Right. But the first full week of preseason football has passed. And, uh, of course, everyone plays in preseason. Um, and we have the we're going to recap some scores for you. The Baltimore Ravens demolished the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 44 to 16. Uh, they definitely look like defending champs. I know it's preseason, but they came out with a vengeance. The Washington Redskins 22 to 21 with a late touchdown from Pat White and two point conversion right. in the fourth quarter to win the game. Uh, Cleveland Browns 27-19 over the Rams. The Bengals on Monday night last week. Um, I'm sorry, Thursday night. Sorry, it was an ESPN game. Uh, Bengals 34-10 over the Falcons. The Bengals and the Falcons had uh, scrimmages together, and then they played on Thursday night. So it was a lot of... Um, they saw a lot of each other before the game, so it was a quite interesting game. The uh, Denver Broncos 10-6 over the 49ers. Not a very eventful game. Uh, Peyton Manning and Colin Kaepernick were out of games very quickly. Seahawks 31-10 thrashing of the Chargers. Uh, the Dolphins 27-3 um, annihilation of the Jacksonville Jaguars. And um, the Jaguars are the reason why the NFL is thinking about sending a team to England. <laughs> That's definitely one of the teams that they're definitely thinking about. The Detroit Lions 26-17 over the New York Jets. Story of that game. Mark Sanchez throws a pick six. He then comes back and has um, a fairly decent game. And Geno Smith uh, has an ankle tweak. Tweak the ankle. Yeah, and um, things are looking good for him, though. It doesn't look like it's a serious injury. Injury. The Patriots, 31-22 over the Philadelphia Eagles. The Cardinals, 17-0 versus the Packers. I know it's preseason. The Packers, man, you, you can't go scoreless in a, in, a, in a preseason game. That's really bad. Right. The, the Panthers, 24-17 over the Bears. The Saints, 17-13 over the Chiefs. Texans, 27-13 over the Vikings. The Raiders, 19-17 over the Cowboys. It was a very eventful game in the beginning and a very eventful game in the very end. Uh, it was a snoozer in the beginning, in the middle. Giants, 18-13 over the Steelers. And on Sunday, the Bills demolished the Colts on the road, 44-20. Were there any games that stuck out to you, Rike, this week? Um, No, I really only saw two games, and there were parts... Of the games, and um, of course, I saw a little bit of the Redskins game highlights from it. Um, and I saw a little bit. I saw highlights from um, Cleveland Browns game. I don't know why I saw those highlights, but um, nothing really stuck out to me because um, I didn't see the better of the games. But um, nothing really stuck out to me in those two games. Of what you saw during the Skins game, what is something that you did like about? Because you are a Skins fan, so what did you I like am. about those Skins during that game? I mean, there was, was really not much. Wow, nothing stood out for you. Nothing for stood team. out to me at all. So you're waiting for the second preseason game against the Pittsburgh Steelers to see more of this team. Yeah, to actually watch a full game because I really need to watch a full game. I only saw maybe like half of a quarter. 
Well, I um, saw a good portion of the Eagles-Patriots game, and it was a very entertaining game, a high-scoring game. Um, and the first-team offense for both teams actually scored. Tom Brady led the Patriots down the field for a touchdown, and so did Michael Vick, who did start for the Philadelphia Eagles. It is not clear who the starting quarterback will be for the Philadelphia Eagles, but he did leave the starting unit down the field. We'll definitely show a play from that game when we show our top plays of the week in the NFL. Um, and uh, the backups looked very, like, they were really into the game also. It, it wasn't very sloppy. It was one of the few preseason games that wasn't sloppy when it came to the backups. Uh, LeGarrette Blunt had a very nice run. Um, he had over 100 yards rushing in a preseason game. And uh, Nick Foles also came into the game and threw a touchdown also. Um, Matt Barkley got in the game and did fairly decent. So that was a game that stuck out for me where I know it was the first preseason game, but everyone did look very good. During the, during the game. Let's move on to RG3 and Mike Shanahan. And like I say, their little rift that they had. Poor choice of words. <laughs> on Monday, Robert Griffin III said that he's not totally happy with the arrangement that the Shanahan's and management has for him in preseason, but says he's going to abide by the rules. Shanahan did fire back and basically said, um, it is my team and I make the decisions. And yesterday, unexpectedly, Robert Griffin III came back and said, you know, there is no issues between us. Just wanted to clarify. And he also then blamed the media for... Um, Hyping it up. Yes, and, and making it into a big misunderstanding. Now, do you believe Robert Griffin III when he says that um, he doesn't agree with the plan or do you agree with him and he said there's no issue with them uh both i mean i agree there's no issue and um i know he doesn't agree with it because he's expressed in so many different ways that he's eager and wants to play wants to take on more drills do a little bit more um so i, I don't doubt for a second that you know that he doesn't agree with the plan but at the same time i don't think it's a big deal because i mean he wants to play He's not allowed to, he's not, he's not being allowed. He's being set back. I mean, I don't think it's really a big deal. It's just a matter of him wanting to do more than this coaching staff's going to let him. He knows it's in his best interest. You know, he still wants to do it. It's, I don't think it's really like a, I mean, I don't think it's really like a, an issue or a real controversy. I mean, the media, of course, there's not much else going on. NFL's approaching. Had this have happened maybe in the middle of this, like a couple of weeks ago or a couple of months ago, I don't even think it would have made I don't think it would have been a big deal. Like, it wouldn't have been on, you know, articles about it, people writing about it. But, um, of course, he wants to play. They're holding him back. It's just not really a big deal. Of course, he knows. I mean, they're making the right decision. They clearly should have done this last year when they allowed him to come back on the field. Mm -hmm. But, um, no, nah, I don't think it's a big deal. I have, would have to agree with you also. Uh, I don't think it's a big deal. However... Let there be some uh, issues that happen during the regular season. You know, a lot of people will point back to that press conference when RG3 basically said, you know, I'm, I'm not in agreement with, with the coaching staff. Uh, let's say he gets a tweak and um, they decide to uh, sit him out a week during the regular season. Right. I, I feel like this will be brought up, especially on the worldwide um Network, uh, ESPN, they will definitely have a timeline of all the things that has happened from last season to this offseason to what's going to be this season. So I don't think it's a big deal. And yes, I said it's a rift, but I'm just saying that to get under Rike's skin. But um, I think it, be, it can become one if things happen later in the regular season. Let's I move. mean, it could be it could become a riff if the Ruskins have a bad start. You know, if, it, if it's a bad start, Artist Three is like, you know, let me play. Like it could turn into controversy. But at the end of the day, like he said that he fully understands, you know, what he needs to do to make sure that he's 100% for his team when he's on the field, and this is a part of that. So, I mean, yeah, he's eager to play, but I think also in the back of his mind, despite what he says, he knows that the right thing's being done. So I'm not really worried about this well let's move on to a uh, quarterback 
uh, not controversy, but drama. Um, I mean, competition. It's not a controversy. It's more of a competition in Cleveland. Uh, the Cleveland Browns have Brandon Whedon, who was drafted in the first round last year, and Jason Campbell, who signed with them this offseason. And head coach uh, Chudzinski came out today and said um, there is a competition. He does not have a starting quarterback yet in mind, and that the rest of the preseason, he will determine who would start. Um, who do you think should start for the Cleveland, Cleveland Browns? Um, I was never really a fan of Jason Campbell. Um, and I would say, you know, for the fact that Brandon Whedon, um, a young quarterback, second year, right? Yes, is this in the NFL. And, you know, Jason Campbell's been in the NFL for a while, bouncing around from team to team. You kind of know what he's capable of, capable of, of. I would go with Brandon Whedon, one, because I think he has potential. And um, based off of what he did last year, I would still put give him a little edge for Jason Campbell. So, and I, I'm never, I might be biased because I'm not a fan. But when it comes to, like, serious, like, skill, I mean, there's room for improvement, of course, for both of them. But I would go with Brandon Whedon, you know, one, because he's younger. And I think he's... He will get better this season. I would have to agree with you also. Brandon Whedon had a very good rookie year. Um, also, you did you pick him in the first round. You also have uh, Trent Richardson, who was drafted in the first round. And you have some other young talent on the team. Uh, just keep the young talent together. I think that's a good idea. Let the team grow together because these will be the hard times of the team. And if they could grow together during the hard times, when they do become better players and better athletes, uh, they could very well end up being a Super Bowl contending team. And yes, the Cleveland Browns in Super Bowl, wow, no one's ever really heard that, especially no. since the 1980s was when the last time you could say they were Super Bowl contenders. The Cleveland Browns are one of the teams that have never made it to the Super Bowl, which is very bad because a lot of teams make it to the Super Bowl. Right. That's the good thing of the NFL. It's very competitive. But the Cleveland Browns in a few years can be Super Bowl contenders if the young nucleus grows together. And if you start Jason Campbell, who is good, but I think Jason Campbell is a lot better when he's the backup quarterback. Mm -hmm. He did not get a fair shake in Washington. A lot of different coaches, different offenses. It's true. And not only that, he didn't really get a fair shake in college. He had a different offensive coordinator every year in college. He played four years. He had a different offensive coordinator in four years of high school. He's had, I think, 10 or 12 different offensive coordinators from high school to college, which that means he didn't get the fair shake, but I still think Brandon Weeding should be the starting quarterback for the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, they got a lot going for them. I really like Trenton Richardson. <laughs> yes, he stays Tough. healthy. They'll be very good. Let's move on to hard knocks uh, behind the scenes. Of before, before we move on, um, before um, I just saw when I walked in here, and you already knew um, – there was a little scare in um, in New England with, uh, I guess, Tom Brady got oh, hit yes, after he threw, for, he threw about a pass that. in practice. He got hit and, I guess, was slow to get up, limped off the field. There's been um, a lot of people that have reached out to them, to his agent, to coach, to um, and there's been no comment on that. What do, you, what do you think about that? Is it a big deal? Is it nothing? And if it's nothing or a big deal, why do you think comments have not been made about it? If it's that there haven't been any comments or any statements sent out yet, that means they're not sure what so you it think is. He's getting running tests and stuff like that. Yeah, they're not sure, or they do know it's pretty bad, and they're trying to kind of cover it up. Yes, until they can come up with their next best option. The Patriots are that way. Mm -hmm. They're very. Uh, very sly, very coy, very sneaky. One article I read said he was limping off the field pretty bad. Yes, and there is a video. I wasn't able to get it so we could show on the show here. Um, but there is a video of him going down, and he didn't look good. Right. And it's the same knee that he got in, that he injured a few seasons ago. He that had knocked surgery, him out. didn't he? Yes, that uh -huh. knocked him out for the whole year. Right. Um, yes. So I'm going to stay close to that, see what's going on with that. So, yeah, that, that I... I guess right now, it doesn't look good right now because I feel like the Patriots would have came out and just said up. And said something. Or, yeah. or shut it down quick, the thought of anything being wrong with them. Yeah, because usually uh, Belichick, he does that. He, um, You know, it's crazy. You know, Tom Brady's on the injury report every week. Yeah. <laughs> which, is, which is crazy. But, yeah, I feel like um, that it, it can be serious. Um, 
But thank you for reminding me because I forgot about that. Uh, let's move on to uh, Hard Knocks with the Cincinnati Bengals. Last night was the second episode. Uh, and, of course, training camp was heating up and in the second episode. They showed the Cincinnati Bengals uh, their trip to Atlanta and how they had uh, intra-squad scrimmages and how the competition can, can uh, get more intense. Of course, you're used to beating up your own your own teammates and uh, there are quite a few scuffles in the first episode right now you get to see another team before your first preseason game and there are a couple of us dust-ups there was one with the linebacker number 55 i can't remember his name but him and steven jackson almost got into it um steven jackson came through the hole and you know when they do these practices there's, there was there's no tackling so of course the offensive player it's also expected that he wouldn't stiff arm the defensive player, right? And he ended up stiff arming the linebacker, and the linebacker did not like that. Called him uh, some names. <laughs> some uh, names we could probably say uh, on the air, but we're we not. We can, going to. but I just don't like saying it on air. <laughs> he called him a uh, 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 B A N. <laughs> just figure that out for you. B A N. Uh, <laughs> let's, let's just say Riley Cooper said one of those words. Right. <laughs> so, uh, so yes, and. Of course, they showed the competition uh, for the fullback position. Orson Charles. Don't we know Orson Charles? We do. Yeah, but Orson Charles was drafted last year at for as a tight end. But then the um, Bengals signed a very good fullback, John Connor, who was on the Jets last year and who was on the Jets during their Hard Knocks episode uh, two seasons ago. And... There's a competition between those two. So it showed how Hugh Jackson, the running backs coach, is telling him, hey, I, I want you to be the starting um, fullback because you were drafted as a tight end. And then um, they also drafted uh, the Bengals drafted Eifert from 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 the from fighting Irish Notre Dame. So Orson's time would have been diminished. So he said, hey, I'm moving you to, to fullback and I want you to start because I think this will be a fair, you wouldn't get the fair shake that we drafted another tight end and now you're not playing. But he said, you know, you're going to have to step your game up because John Connor's playing very well. They also showed um, the, the game and the, and the behind the scenes of the game and how um, they weren't really sure who's going to be the backup quarterback. And both quarterbacks ended up doing good. Josh Johnson, who played for the Buccaneers and who was under um, John Gruden or Jay Gruden, uh, the brother of John Gruden, who was the offensive coordinator for the Bengals, and showed how he understood the offense more than the other backup, John Skelton, who John Skelton, I want to say he went to Harvard or Yale. Going to have to look it up. But they said, um, you know, he's not really bright. And that was said in the show. Wow. It's not really bright. They did say, of course, he came from another team that had another offense, but they said he's not very bright either. That was said in the show. That's and of course they showed tough. yeah they showed the game and how the uh, Bengals ended up being victorious. Uh, let's move on to our top plays of the weekend. Eric, if you could get those plays for us, there are some inter interesting and entertaining plays in the NFL that are going on, and I think you would like them, Rike, because I did not show you. I kind of compiled sure, well. them. But I think you will like them, especially uh, one of them. I think you'll really, you'll, you'll really like. So, um, NFL play number one. I can't yards in his Washington career. On second down, going for it all. Jackson is there. And that is Deshaun Jackson for the 47 yard touchdown reception. I really used to like him. You used to? I mean, I don't dislike him now, but. You know, after he started doing that stuff off the field, like that, that, that stuff that. Oh, when he torched the Redskins two years ago. Chill, chill, <laughs> chill. I used to like him. It was before that I stopped liking him. So chill, okay. We started doing that whining and crying type stuff. Yeah. Then I didn't like him anymore. <laughs> NFL play number two. Third and nine now from the thirty-yard line. One-man cowboy run. Devontae Holloman with the interception and the return for a touchdown in the Hall of Fame game versus the Miami Was this the play that I'm 
that was the play that I met. You, you probably would like this song. But, but I think the next one you'll definitely like. So that is play number two. Hollowman. He will definitely make the team playing very well so far in the preseason. And our final play from the NFL. Oh, I know a player. Yeah. Woo! Love it. <laughs> Shots fired, right? Yeah, I knew a player this was as soon as this formation <laughs> lined up. Uh, Bakari Rambo did not. It's cool. What was the score at the end of the game? Uh, the Cal Redskins won oh, 22 sure. to True. 21. True. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. And those are our top plays of the week. In the NFL, let's move on to the PGA Tour. There was a champion for the PGA Championship, and it was not who we predicted. <laughs> it was not Tiger Woods. It was, <laughs> it was Jason, Jason Duffner, who was a very laid-back type of guy who's just real chill. Um, he is He's going to be chilling a lot. He's... I, I see that he plans on retiring after this. <laughs> yes, he definitely... Um, Definitely, he had command of the entire tournament. When, um, from well, actually, I'm not gonna say the entire. Saturday and Sunday, he 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 commanded the tournament, and he did the complete opposite of what Tiger Woods did. Tiger Woods did not look good on Saturday and Sunday. Tiger Woods looked very good on Thursday. He looked okay on Friday, and I think it's because of him playing okay on Friday, messes with his psyche. Uh, Tiger Woods. What's wrong? There's no figuring him out, really. Like, everyone tries to <laughs> everyone tries to analyze him, psychoanalyze him. Like, there's no really, uh, there's nothing figuring figuring out about him. His game is just not what it used to be, and it's that's the only statement I feel like you can make about him. I think his game, go ahead. I'm sorry. I that's it, go ahead. I think his game is still there. I think his consistency mind or? is not in there, mm. which is, of course, affecting his game. Right. But, yeah, I think... Um, I think he can still play, of course, but he's just not there. And I think until he gets over the mental hump, then he'll start winning. Yeah, I don't. What is that mental hump, though? What? I, and that's the part everyone, I guess, tries to figure out. But yeah, I guess you're right. The talent is still there. It's just whatever's going on mentally is hindering the talent that he does have still. I believe. Let's move on to our sports bloopers. They're quite entertaining. Um, they are somewhat sport. Well, one of them is sports related. The other one is somewhat sports related. Blooper number one. I'm sorry, Eric. Blooper number one. <laughs> like this awkward hush over the studio. It's awkward. I was like, this happens in in, in 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 media. It does. Baseball has the most bloopers, by the way. Does. Hard hit ball to left field. Abanez over to cut it out. Bautista's headed for third. Abanez spiked it into the <laughs> Bautista's going to score. Infield home run. Bautista scores all the way from first. Abanez came up to make the Rahul Abanez with the. And look at the score now. It's 7 0 because it's of that. Of course, they were losing by six already, but this is what happens when you get blown out. Plays like this happen. Does a good job of going over to cut it off, or it's two bases. But when he comes up to throw, <laughs> right into the ground. That ball, that's funny. Like it, I think it went eight or ten yards. Right into the yeah, it's probably a hole. I'm sorry. It's probably a hole in the ground too, like a dent in the ground from how hard he threw it. <laughs> I don't doubt he threw it hard, but. <laughs> and our final blooper for bloopers of the week in the sports world. Embarrassing. Look at your arms, bro. Eric is 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 embarrassing. Sir, I think you got the wrong workout program. Oh man. Do you see his biceps though? That is ridiculous. Man. And I'm glad the camera stayed on. He's standing up. That's the thing. I'm glad the camera stayed on him. Look, it's coming back. Are you kidding? He's still after it? <laughs> <laughs> they are frying this way. Are you kidding? 
He passed. Did he give it to that woman? He passed it to someone else. To open it. Man, that's like a water bottle too, right? Yeah. It's not even like a. It's not a, it's a not metal a cap or bottle. Right. It's not a beer <laughs> bottle. Oh, that's Man, embarrassing. Not a and did you see the size of his biceps? Huge. That bottle is nowhere the size of his biceps. Wrong that's workout plan, like he said. And those are. And I'm glad the camera came back to him too. That's funny. <laughs> and those are our bloopers of the week. Real quick, let's move to the NBA. Not a lot going on in the NBA, but there is something that was... Key signees. Yes. Al Harrington signs with the Washington Wizards. Not mad at that. It is a one-year deal. It is a good veteran move. Uh, of course, you just said you're not mad with that, but of course, I'm going to ask you, how do you feel about that deal? Um, I'm not mad at it. One, it's a one-year deal, so you can see how things work out. He's a vet. Something kind of I like. I like to have that good... Um, staple vet who can still contribute but someone that you feel might not necessarily be the most vocal veteran leader like like a Derek Fisher or Jason Kidd but we'll lead by example we'll give you his 100% on the court at all times and demand that of younger players so I'm excited um not excited but I'm not I'm not mad at that move it's a one-year deal so you know kind of see how it goes man I you, you said everything I was gonna say uh, and something. it's so, so you said it so eloquently, but yeah. So that's what I definitely agree with the move. Uh, and the crazy thing about it is, as Wizards fans, like the smallest of moves, because this, in the grand, in in the grand grand scheme of things, this might be a small move, but it's still. I'm just happy because I feel like it's a positive move. We've made moves in the past I don't feel are positive. Yeah. So to me, it's not a huge deal, but. I'm, happy. I'm okay with it. The re-signing of John Wall, of course, uh, Nene coming back. Hopefully, he's he's um, right. Healthy. I like Nene. Otto Porter still there. Right. You still have Emeka Okafor and uh, Al what Harrington and Bradley Beal coming back. Right. Very. You have a mix of young, young. and and the veterans on the team. Right. And what a, is Okafor? He's not a vet, veteran, but he's not that young. Yeah. He's just there. It I seems guess. like he's been in the league forever. Right. But he still has some miles that he could put on right. that NBA body. There is also another signing, Greg Oden, who hasn't played in the NBA since 2009, has signed with the Miami Heat. Is this a good or bad move for the Miami Heat? Good. Borderline excellent. <laughs> Borderline <laughs> excellent. And I hate the Miami Heat that much more. Seven feet more now. I mean, it's borderline excellent. Why? I, and people, of course people are going to say, but is Greg Oden really going to play, blah, blah, blah. The Miami Heat, if they're smart, if they're, if they're, if they have a sense of humor, will tell Greg Oden, you're not playing until the playoffs. <laughs> you will work out. You will practice full contact practices with us. You will not play until the playoffs. And just stick that man to grab 10, maybe get 10 and 10, depending on what his health is, depending on however much they decide to play him. And you're already that much better than last year. And 10 and 10 could be very realistic when you have LeBron James on the court. Right, right. And, and then you'll also, and you'll also create big problems for whoever you're matched up against their offensive game because you'll just be in the lane. Yeah, yeah. And, and the crazy thing is you can't teach seven feet. Exactly. So a seven-footer as bad as some of the, a lot of them are in the NBA. Right. You can't leave them wide open. Man, I, it's it's a good move. Borderline excellent, like I said. I don't care. Like And like I said, if I mean, if they have any type of sense of humor, which I do, and if I was running things on that team, I would have him seated for a, lo a very long time <laughs> and bring him back. I mean, of course, literally not for the playoffs, but a little bit before the playoffs. And how difficult would that be to be like, oh, he's injured? Not difficult at all. That to say something's wrong with him. Not, <laughs> not difficult at all. And who will ever know? That is a very unconventional idea. Who will ever know? And, uh, if that, if uh, Pat Riley does make that decision, I think we would have to uh, go to him and say, hey, you need to put Rike on your consultant staff. You really because do. Because you heard it here first. It. Yes, you heard it here first on WLVS Radio. Listen Vision Live. Sports reality. Yes, you heard it here. I just gave you the, From the genius idea. Go let's ahead and move, use it. <laughs> let's move on to our sports memes. Very entertaining. A portion of our show. The bloopers were entertaining, but I think the memes will be even more entertaining. And shout out to my mom. 
the lady who gave birth to me. She's supposed to be watching. I waited until the middle of the show just in case she's late. But shout out to my mother and my dad if he's watching as well. Hello. Guys. Oh, yes. Hello, the Akandes. How are y'all doing? Haven't been over to the house in a while. I've been busy. That is very true. I haven't been to the house you haven't. in a while. You get over there. Oh, also, another quick note. Um, I know we tweet about it on our Twitter page, Sports Reality LV. But uh, for those that don't know, we do have all of our episodes on iTunes. iTunes. Go check it out. Don't get better than that. iTunes. We're on iTunes. Just check Sports Reality, and you will definitely see us. We are probably the, we are the first option that you can click. So, yes, for our memes, let's move to meme number one, Eric. If you could just cue those for that. Hey, Lala. I'm closer to home. That is Kevin Garnett, who is that now a Brooklynette. Disrespectful. <laughs> Look at that smile. But it's funny. It's so funny. Very. He is very close. He's much closer. <laughs> Man. Meme number two. I don't watch football. Too much pass. That's a good one, too. <laughs> Kobe. Man, I've never seen someone who's been in the NBA this long and people criticize him that much about his certain passing. things about his game. Yeah. Passing, I mean, shot selection. He, big names are just hated. I mean, there's always going to be something to talk about Kobe. There, but, but his things that he's hated on are legit things to, to be upset about. They're right, but it's kind of <laughs> like his accomplishments outweigh it. Like, he yeah, doesn't yeah, literally yeah. not pass. You know, there's times, there comes times and points in the season, in playoffs, in games where he won't pass. <laughs> but he's still averaging, and I don't want to quote it, but I'm pretty sure it's over four, might be over five assists. Yeah, yeah, it's very close. It's, it's. I'll say very, five, six assists. That's, I mean, that's something. So yeah. you can't really say it doesn't matter. But I get what everyone's saying. It doesn't <laughs> pass sometimes when he needs to. That's funny, though. Meme number three. Suspended for 211 games, and he will still return before Derrick Rose. <laughs> Next meme. <laughs> Derrick Rose... He can't live. <laughs> he cannot live. He cannot live. But seriously, though, um, we're gonna, I've got to dig up some. i got to find something. Is there anything on Derrick Rose out there? Like, what's going on with him? What is he doing? They say he's going to be ready for uh, the first game of the season. Right, for preseason, some, actually. He'll be ready. Some footage or some, some practice or something. <laughs> Meme number four. Peyton Manning and Eli Manning are still better rappers than these two. Drake Little Wayne and Lil Drake. Wayne. Man, speaking of rappers, I don't know if you have time to talk about <laughs> Kendrick Lamar's verse, but uh, he mentioned yeah, one that, of those people there. Someone said, I think Eli mentioned, or I don't know if he said this last week, but he said that was like people were wondering if there was going to be like a a follow up commercial or another commercial. He said that he was one and done. No, oh, yeah, I'm glad. Too whack. <laughs> Downtrends himself. Oh man. And this is the funniest, I think. I think this is the funniest. The very next meme. And you got the you gotta I'm gonna let you look at it first. Look at who's in the memes. And who's number eighty one, Rike? I have no idea. That is Aaron Hernandez. They were all teammates in Florida. Oh yes. Just wait, guys. Wow. We are gonna make headlines one day. Yeah, y'all make some headlines, all right. <laughs> y'all made some headlines. All of them have been big headlines within the same month. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Tebow is just, of course, for some reason, always relevant. And, of course, Hernandez has a lot, on his, <laughs> a lot going on in his plate. And, uh, <laughs> a lot. I like how you said that. <laughs> man, a lot going on in his plate. And Riley Cooper, man. We'll see how this guy. season goes for him. So those are our memes. If you have any memes that you would like us to post, we would definitely uh, uh My favorite one's hands down. The first one. Lala. <laughs> Very disrespectful. <laughs> disrespectful. If you have any Disrespect memes. Disrespect is funny to me. <laughs> that you're interested, just email them to us. Uh, TheSportsReality at gmail.com. Or you could tweet us at SportsRealityLV and uh, post the picture there. We'll definitely be more than welcome to post them on our meme section segment of the show. Let's move on to Major League Baseball, and let's actually talk about baseball. I feel like the last couple of weeks, we've just been talking about performance-enhancing drug scandal. Now let's talk about baseball. The Los Angeles Dodgers are on a hot streak, 32-3 and since June. I'm, I'm sorry. that actually, Yeah, since June. 
32 and 3. Uh, and do you think it's a coincidence that ever since that brawl with the Diamondbacks that they just caught on fire? Do you think it's a coincidence? Or do you think that brawl really did get them into Rob gear? Them up for the for this hot streak? Eh, I think it's a coincidence. I wouldn't say that's the reason why they got on this hot streak. I would say it make a cool it makes a cool story though. <laughs> it does. I would say that was one of the factors, that brawl. Because let's remember the brawl started because of a pitch that was thrown to Yasiel Puig and was he was hit. Mm-hmm. And that the his teammates stood up for him. And he's a young rookie who just got called up, not even a not even two weeks up, got hit by a pitch and his team backed him up. Also Hanley Ramirez, with his comeback from his injury, also was another key addition in the batting lineup and in in the um, in the field. Also, um, Andre Ethier, outfielder, he was called out by the manager Don Manningly, and he didn't like that, and he basically said, "All right, I'm gonna play harder. I'm gonna play like I can play since you're gonna call me out and say that I'm a scrub." Because he did say that. He's not playing very well. So I think a lot of those those factors definitely. So uh, the brawl brought them closer together. Yes. I think that was probably the last thing where it was like, all right, this brawl, got everyone, we got our, got our, everyone defending everyone. And um, they went on a hot streak. That's a very cool, cute story. Cute story. Cute. Sound like Matthew White. Shout it's out to Matthew story. White, who says cute. Matthew Rashad. Um, he told me he's going to be on after week one in the NFL. Sweet. So with that he's contractually ob- obligated to now come. Let's move on to the Pittsburgh Pirates, who are also leading the NL Central. And they are looking to clinch a playoff berth, the first since 1992. They haven't been to the playoffs since 1992. I was in kindergarten when that happened. I'm not gonna tell you what gra- I'm not in grades anymore. Let's <laughs> <This is laughs> talk about <laughs> man, but yeah, they're definitely on a hot streak. A lot of teams do not want to see them right now in the playoffs. How well do you think they would do in the playoffs, Rike? <sighs> My baseball predictions are always off. Um, you mean if they went to the playoffs right now, or you're saying like in the playoffs? No, like when they get to the playoffs, how well do you think they'll be? Um. Like, do I think they'll get out the first round, or... What is your prediction? Uh, as far as they get out the first round, I predict they'll get out the first round. But um, other than that, do I see them going all the way? Mm, I don't know. My predictions for baseball are always <laughs> off. I hate predicting <laughs> baseball. Because, of course, I predicted the Nats would be better than they are right now. Um, shout out to my Nats. Scores mm. tied 1-1. Yeah. But uh, I was supposed to go to the game yesterday. Um, shout out to Yannick. He's been on the show. Happy belated birthday. Oh, yeah. We were supposed to go for his birthday yesterday. We'd have been blown because of the rain, the delay. It had been a late night. But um, shout out to Yannick Skerritt. Happy belated birthday, Yannick. I think he's watching. Oh, and also um, my friend. Actually, I'll, I'll actually tell her to come and look at us so then I could give her a birthday shout out. Yeah, you do that. <laughs> but um, out the first round, I don't know what else after that. What do you think they're going to do? I think they'll get out the first round. And if they get a favorable matchup, then they can actually reach the World Series. Mm, World Series. Yeah. Well, actually, sorry. Let's be real. They changed the format now. The first round is a one game for the wild card. So, let's t- yes, if they get past the first round, uh-huh. they'll be in the, in the uh, NLCS. If it's a favorable matchup, I think they can make it to the World Series. There were some top plays in the Major League Baseball. In the Major League Baseball. <laughs> in in major the league majors. League. <laughs> um, and uh, they're very entertaining. Top plays of the week. Eric, if you could just cue those plays for us for the Major League Baseball. The Major League. I'm st- I, st- I said it again. You I? like saying the. I've, I realized. The majors. Earlier when that guy was in your mark, you kept the. Yeah, the yeah, sports reality. The the. Sports reality. <laughs> Pressured situation. Now Chisholm Hall with two outs. And he drives one of the air to center field. Jackson puts his head down, runs back. Wall leaps. A 
Yes. In our very next play, I think I have three plays. Um, Brown here gets behind their Orioles. And here comes VR to the plate. Oh, and he stole it. Crazy. Stole home. Crazy. That was awesome. You got to look at the, the replay for that, though. Play the picture didn't see out of the corner of his eye. But he just kept going. This is a rookie against the left-handed. I guess the walking you can't really see. He took advantage of the situation, and you gotta love the excitement. Man, he really beat it. Man. Wow. That rookie got balls. He knew that third base Manny Machado was so far from third base, so he couldn't get picked off. So he just said, "All right, I'm gonna start walking, walking, and if he doesn't see me, man, I'm taking off." And our third and final play from Major League Baseball. Another 3 2 to Alex Gordon. Fluke tracking this in foul territory. Oh, Trevor Fluke oh. takes a terrible fall over the railing. He caught the ball. Oh, what a catch by Trevor. But are you okay? And now we'll check to see if he's okay. <laughs> now we'll check. Let's <laughs> see if he's okay. For the love of the game. For the love okay. of the game. I, I can see myself doing that, right? Yeah, I can see you doing that, actually. Because <laughs> <laughs> you and Walls have a very... Uh, we have a good relationship. Good relationship. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to our topic of the week. Let's do a rough draft of the NFL divisions, ranking each team in the division and where they would fall, where they will finish. In the regular season, let's start with the AFC, AFC North All right. teams: Baltimore Ravens, Cleveland Browns, Cincinnati Bengals, and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, Where do you think rank them from fourth to first? First, fourth I'm to first. Fourth to first. Um, coming up fourth, I will have the. Cincinnati Bengals, third Baltimore Ravens, second Pittsburgh Steelers, and first Cleveland Browns. Whoa! So <laughs> that's already uh, bold. That is bold. Those are my predictions. Woo! Well, I'm going to go with in the AFC North. Fourth, I'm going to have to disagree with you. Cleveland will be fourth. It will be a competitive fourth. But they'll be fourth. Competitive fourth. Yeah, they'll probably win. I could see them. I, of course, we'll go through the schedule to see if this is possible. Oh, my, my predictions are, well, according to what record I give them, my predictions will probably not match up with what I'm saying right now. But so, we'll go through that later. Of course, uh, like you said, it's a rough rough draft. But I think um, the Browns can win like six or seven games and be the fourth best team in that division. It's quite possible. So I think the Browns will be fourth. I think the Pittsburgh Steelers will be third. Really? Yes. I think they may not make the playoffs again for the first time in consecutive years in probably two or three decades. Um, the Baltimore Ravens will be second and the Cincinnati Bengals first in my book. All right. AFC South. We have the Houston Texans, Jacksonville Jaguars, Indiana Colts, and Tennessee Titans. From fourth, who do you got? Fourth, the Jacksonville Jaguars. I have third, the Tennessee Titans. I agree so far. Second, the Indianapolis Colts. And first, the Houston Texans. I agree completely. Uh, AFC East. Want me to start that one off? Or AFC, let's go AFC West first. San Diego, well, yeah, San Diego Chargers, Denver Broncos, Oakland Raiders, Kansas City Chiefs. Um, geez, fourth, I have the Oakland Raiders. Third, 
The San Diego Chargers. Second, Kansas City. First, Denver Broncos. Wow. I have fourth, unfortunately, the Oakland Raiders. Oh, man. They're going to be fourth. Actually, I switched that up. Fourth, Raiders. Third, Chargers. Second, Chiefs. First, Broncos. I have fourth, the Oakland Raiders. Third, the Kansas City Chiefs. Second, the San Diego Chargers. And first, the Denver Denver Broncos. Denver Broncos, they're going to be scary. I think I think that they're that they took a year to mesh and they kinda have they'll be on pace. Yes. I mean they were on pace last year, but until it's gonna Raheem Moore just didn't do what he was supposed to do. It's gonna they're gonna be a problem this year. Let's so move on to the AFC East. What are your predictions, Rike? Uh fourth, Miami Dolphins. Uh third New York Jets, second, Buffalo Bills, first, New England Patriots. I would say fourth, the New York Jets, third, the Buffalo Bills, second, the Miami Dolphins, and first, the New England Patriots. Now, if this injury with uh, Tom Brady is serious... Then I would have to <laughs> that say changes everything. that changes everything. And I would have to say the Miami Dolphins will win the division. Second will be the Bills. Third will would be, be the, Patriots. the Patriots. Still will be the Patriots. And the, <laughs> and the Jets will still be fourth. <laughs> no respect to the New York Jets, <laughs> man. Still be fourth. Uh, man. New, uh, Tom Brady less. New England Patriots still are put above. Shout out to Nick Vernon. Oh, man. <laughs> Shout out to Nick Rennett. <laughs> That's his team, you know. Man. I can't wait till he comes down to the DMV so he could be a, a host on the show. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, moving on to the NFC. Yes. Let's start with NFC North. What do you got? NFC North. Wow, this is going to be a very competitive division. In the NFC North, I'm going to have to put the Bears last. Really? Then Detroit Lions. A correction. Minnesota Vikings. Then the Detroit Lions. And you have the second? The, the winner of that division will be the Green Bay Packers. What do you have, Rike? Um, I think fourth, I have the Minnesota Vikings. Ooh. Uh... Third, the Detroit Lions. Second, Chicago Bears. First, Green Bay Packers. All right. All right. Let's move on to the NFC South. Who do you have, Rike? NFC South. Hmm. Fourth, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Third, Carolina Panthers. Second, New Orleans Saints first, Atlanta. Atlanta Falcons. I would have to agree with uh, you I also. I love Drew Brees. I would have to agree with you also. Uh, I think the Buccaneers, even though with the additions, we have Darrell Revis and uh, other key players that they just that they re-signed, I think they will still be fourth because Josh Freeman is their starting quarterback. Uh, third, Freeman. Cam Newton. They'll do better in, in Carolina, but I think they'll be third. Second, the Saints. And first, the Atlanta Falcons with the addition of Steven Jackson. That offense becomes uh, very prolific. And with the addition of O.C. Uminiora, who is a key, a good addition, solid addition. Mm-hmm. Let's move on to the NFC West. This could be a very competitive division. Who do you think? What's your rankings, Rike? Hmm. Fourth, St. Louis Rams. That was easy. Um, oh, well. Yeah, it, I was just about to say. Wait a minute. Hey, easy. Hmm. hmm. Wasn't easy. Uh, I might go fourth Arizona Cardinals. Third St. Louis Rams. Second. Man. I'm going to go second. 
Seahawks first, 49ers. I would have to go with fourth, the Arizona Cardinals. Third, the St. Louis Rams. Second, the San Francisco 49ers. And winning that division, the Seattle Seahawks. Seahawks are going to be good. Now let's move to the division that we're both interested in. True, true, true. Let's move. And Rike, I want to get your opinion on the rankings of the NFC. It's a whole East. lot of what ifs, really. For it the, is. It's a whole lot of what ifs. So that's the and it's like that with a couple of other divisions as well. But um, it's a lot of what ifs. But I'm going to assume that everyone's going to have their best foot forward. And with that being said, fourth, I'll have Philadelphia Eagles. Um, third, the New York Giants. Second, Dallas Cowboys. First, Washington Redskins. And I'm not even being biased. All right. That's if everyone has their best foot forward. I would have to say the Philadelphia Eagles will be fourth and only because of first-year head coach Chip Kelly. Let's see how their offense plays. We it's do not know. It's more than him. It's that team. It's just, ugh. They're also missing um, Jeremy Macklin, and they're having issues yes. with Riley Cooper, who is their next best wide receiver. Uh, will they be cohesion on the field when he's on the field? Um, the Giants are third, but... You can never count them out. You, you can't count them out, but I, I feel like they... They lost O.C. Humanura. J- Jason Pierre-Paul is not healthy. The defense did not really get better. And usually they're good when their defense is good. Uh, they did resign um, Victor Cruz. And they have um, Hakeem Nix still there. But they did lose uh, Bradshaw as their running back. Right. So the running game may not be the same. The so thing about them the is they win when you don't think they're going to win. Yeah. When they're not on the radar, they win. And that's what I don't really like about them. So I think they'll be third. Second will be the Washington Redskins. First will be the Dallas Cowboys. However, I will think I think it's going to be a very close race. The Cowboys and the Redskins play week 16. And I feel like whoever wins that game will then have the upper hand. So the division will be won. I think 16. Well, it won't be won. It will be made easier for the winner of that Week 16 matchup. Whoever wins that game will have a better position in making the uh, winning the division the following week. So uh, I think the Cowboys will win with the new uh, new uh, well new offensive coordinator or new play caller. Not a uh, he's going to be calling the plays. But he is the offensive coordinator also. I think with the additions on defense, the uh, new uh, 4-3 that they're playing and the cover two scheme that they're playing, I think the Cowboys will win that division, but I think it'll be a very close division race. It will be determined week 17. We shall see. Yes, we shall see. That's the interesting thing about sports. We can talk about who will do it, but they have to do it on the playing field. Uh, Before we leave, just want to say... I want to say thank you to everyone who's out there watching us, those in the DMV, those in the U.S., those throughout the world. I want to say thank you to everyone who is watching and listening. Uh, I did not look at our ratings. I'm going to look right now as we're on because I have an iPhone. And I can look up those things real quick. Um, iPhone 5. Sound like a douche. <laughs> and I can do that because I have an iPhone and uh, Apple's not paying you nothing. Let me actually, I, I, I don't have the current um, ratings. We'll, we'll, we'll figure that out. So uh, just shout out to all those who are watching um, there. Also, you said Yannick. Shout out to that one lone person who was like in Uruguay or something, like yeah. watching us. That's crazy. Like, I'm just looking through these ratings. Oh, in Haiti. These we countries. had a viewer in Haiti. I'm just like looking at these, and I'm just like, thank you. So thank you. We appreciate you. Yes. Um, also, like you said, happy belated birthday to Yannick. Yeah. But um, happy birthday to Jenna B. It's a birthday today. Oh, happy birthday, Jenna. Yeah, she's doing it big back, well, kind of home. She's, she's, she's out of town, but I think she may be watching right now. So happy birthday to her and all She those. wasn't in the studio with us. By the way, we went to the studio this weekend. It got, it got real. Got real cray. It got real. Ultra Eagles came out. The mic's in your hand. It's like, 
It's I think crazy, next yo. week I'll, I'll, I'll try and convert those so we can play it on the show here. Yo, we have some live footage from the studio. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I would want to say thank you to everyone who's out there watching us. Um, you can follow us on Twitter, Sports Reality LV. You can uh, follow us on Instagram, The Sports Reality LV. You want to send us any questions, comments, uh, interesting in hosting, interested in being a sponsor for the show, you can email us at thesportsreality at gmail.com. Follow our individual Twitter pages, uh, J squared 021. O underscore A K A N D E. And until next time, y'all. Sports reality. Peace. <laughs>